Hello and welcome back to another episode of Adventures in Marketing. I am Gwen Montoya. I am your host. I am a marketing strategist and I help you market better. So today's episode is all about what you can do when you have a lower energy day but you still want to work on your marketing or the actual origin of this episode is somebody asked me to record an episode with a list of things that they could do one-handed while nursing a baby. So I figure that low energy and also only having one hand because you are doing something else kind of goes together. So this works if you are nursing and you just have the one hand free, or if you're just having a low energy day or you don't have a lot of time to devote to your marketing. So one of the things that comes up a lot for a lot of business owners is They envision or there's sort of this idea that you have, you know, 12 hours to create all of the content and do all of your marketing and get caught up. And if you're a business owner, you know, that is almost never the way that it works, right? So instead, let's talk about ways that we can make marketing not scary, to make it not overwhelming, to do the little things that still count as progress towards those goals. Because as long as you're taking those steps, even if they're tiny steps, they still matter. So I came up with 13 things that you can do if you're having a low energy day, you're not really feeling it, or you don't have a lot of mobility because you have only the one hand because maybe you're doing something else. So the first thing I'm going to suggest is to create Canva graphics. This is a thing that you can do um, while you are waiting in line somewhere or something that you can do one-handed especially the mobile app has gotten better. I don't love the Canva app, the mobile app, but many people do, or you can do it from your desktop if you have, you know, more digits available or you are at home. So when you're creating Canva graphics, the thing that I always suggest is pick a template and change it as little as possible. Enough to make it your own, enough to make it so that it doesn't look like a standard template that everybody is using but it doesn't have to be a complete original design, especially if it's just to promote your business. So change it enough to make it yours, but don't feel like you have to create from the ground up, especially when you are using Canva. The the next thing would be to reply to emails. Now, I meant to include this at the beginning and I didn't, but there has been a time where I have worked almost exclusively from my phone for weeks on end because I'm a mom and my kids had a lot of doctor's appointments and I was taking people places. So I have in the past worked, you know, my only work time came from my phone while I was sitting in a doctor's office waiting for somebody else. So I know all about how to utilize your phone and get those quick snippets in. So anyway, number two, let's go to reply to emails. You probably have either an email that you owe somebody, even if you're not feeling it, even if you can only type one-handed, Um, or you can clean up your inbox, both of those things. Just get your email under control. It doesn't take a lot of energy to delete emails that you're not going to read. If you are holding on to emails thinking that at any moment you are going to suddenly have a free 12 hours, that imaginary 12 hours I mentioned, um, to read emails and you know it's not really going to happen, just delete the emails. It's okay. If the information is for you, it will come back to you. I absolutely believe that. I think that we should have an inbox... uh, impunity, is that the right term? 
it's okay to delete things in your inbox, even if you want to read them, just clean it up so that it doesn't feel overwhelming, especially if you are somebody who gets overwhelmed in your inbox a lot. Delete everything that you don't need right away. Next, you can sketch out the next blog post or social media post or ideas. You can do that in your notes app if you are working from your phone. You can kind of doodle it if you are a pen and paper person like I am. It doesn't have to be, you know, from start to finish exactly the way that it's going to go, but just get the ideas out of your head so that the next time you do have, you know, a spare hour to create something, you are already on the steps to creating it because you already have the outline, you already have kind of those ideas. And when you are having the ideas in the moment, try to be as descriptive as possible, especially if you are somebody who has a lot going on and it's possible that you're going to come back to this piece of paper or this note in your phone in three weeks and wonder what you were talking about. Be really descriptive. Um, if there is something that's inspiring you, put the link there so that you can go back and look at it later. Again, it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't even have to be the first opening sentence or the whole paragraph. It could just be the ideas that are jotting down. Get them out of your head. Get them someplace that you can come back to look at them later. Next is going to be scheduling content, especially if you are somebody who has maybe written content or you share a lot of content, you curate a lot of content for your audience. Find them find some things to share, get them scheduled, get it out there because imperfect is better than not having it done at all. So do what you can, even if you're just scheduling, you know, two or three posts, four posts, something like that. Get it done because that buys you a little bit of time to work on something else or come back and fine tune it. Next, I know I said to delete everything out of your inbox, but if there is something in your inbox that you have been meaning to read and you are low energy or you don't have, <laughs> you don't have full mobility because you're nursing or because you are, you know, in a space where you can't really dig into your work, read that thing that you've been meaning to read. I think a lot of times we save things to read them and then Either one or two things happens. We, re we save it and we're like, why did I save this? This doesn't even make any sense. Or we save it and we read it and we're like, yes, that's exactly what I needed. So if you start to read something and you're like, mm, this is not my thing, delete it, be free of it, go on to the next thing so that you can either clean out your inbox or clean out your saves, get through all of that content that you've saved that you want to read, especially if you're not really feeling like you want to invest much more energy than just like consuming some content. This also goes for videos, although don't get lost on TikTok, unless you want to. That's okay, too. Get social. Speaking of TikTok, I'm going to tell you to go watch some TikToks. But no, really, social media means that we have to be social. It's a two-way street. We can't just post on social media and expect things to work as well as they are designed to. So take some time, respond to other people's comments, engage with other accounts, if you like to do um, responses to TikToks, if you do stitches or duets, or you take inspiration from somebody else's, or you want to save some sounds, take 10 minutes and go find some things to respond to or respond to comments or leave somebody a comment or share somebody's post. Be social on social media. It's Again, it's a low energy thing. It is a thing that you can do one handed. You can just hit the share button just with the thumb and then you're good to go. You can also check your website. Um, this one sounds weird, but check your website and make sure it's mobile friendly, especially if you're working from your phone. You might be designing your website on, you probably are, on your desktop, right? But most people look at websites from their phone. When was the last time you looked at your website 
from your phone and more than just your homepage. Like click around. Does it make sense where the links are? Are there weird spaces that you need to fix? Um, you know, mobile responsiveness is incredibly important for websites, but sometimes it doesn't quite translate the way that we need it to. And it just needs a couple of quirks or tweaks. But if we don't know that they're there, we don't know to fix them. So take 10 minutes and set a timer for this because it's not super exciting. But just like scroll through your website. Can you move around? Does it make sense? Do the links work? Very important. Next is send a message to a friend. We are humans. We need to connect with other people. So if you are sending messages and you are engaging in social media content, do you owe a friend a message back? Take a minute, reach out to them if you haven't seen them in a while or you haven't talked to them. Um, just let them know you're thinking of them. It probably means a lot to them and it keeps you connected with your community, which is also very important. Play a game on your phone would be another one. I know, I'm telling you to just goof off and play on your phone. But our brains need time to relax. And if you are constantly trying to squeeze in every moment of every piece of time into work, when are you taking your downtime? I just want to give you permission to play a game on your phone. Play one of those like really fun, free little free little games that you can access on your phone or download a meditation app and get a little, you know, 10 deep breaths in. There's probably a reason <laughs> that we need to breathe, right? When was the last time you actually took, just sat and took 10 deep breaths just without letting other things crowd in and just breathed, right? Just took the breath and just relaxed for a minute. We're probably not doing that, especially if you're listening to this podcast thinking, great, Gwen is going to show me more ways to squeeze in work. I am. But I'm also going to tell you to play a game and to breathe and to relax because those are equally important in all of the things that we do. Finally, what I want you to do after you've breathed, after you've done the other things, after you've played a little game, just kind of be mindless. It's okay. It's good for our brains to be mindless. I'm sure there's a, like an actual term for it, but if you're constantly going, you are going to hit burnout. I don't want that for you. Next, what I want you to do when you are ready is to write the list of things that you want to do the next time you have time to work, the next time you have that hour. Because if you know that the next time you have that hour to work or that half hour or that 20 minutes of uninterrupted time, if you already know ahead of time what you're going to be working on, it can shortcut that decision-making time where you were trying to figure out what you were going to do. So if you already have it planned, and you already know what you're going to be working on, then you can just hopefully step into that piece where you are working on it instead of having to take the time to write the to-do list. I swear by this. If you know me, you know that I do this. I write my to-do list every night before I go to bed, and then I actually number it in the order I'm planning to do it. And yes, that sounds extra, but I don't have to decide what I'm doing next on my massive to-do list of like 70 items because I've already numbered them and I just go from one to the next to the next and it frees up a lot of decision-making time. And I think that that really helps me accomplish all of the things that I accomplish. This is a quick one. We got all the way through the list. I would love to hear your suggestions on things that maybe I missed. If you have any questions, you can reach out at gwen at gwenmontoya.com. Thank you so much for listening. I look forward to talking to you next time.